when I was a child I used to really enjoy watching these movies and it well more than child teenage we're watching movies sometimes there was this thing where we were watching sometimes together these kind of scary movies <coughs> and this type of stuff and we all enjoy you know kind of in a way <coughs> and then <coughs> some part became like unbearably just like someone is walking into a house and the music everything is there just to kind of this this kind of very very tense excitement you know like some somebody used because obviously you've got to be in it no you put yourself in the movie and this one this girl is walking going and the music is just kind of breathing you know at any minute now something is like is going to happen like that this total aloneness like that mm. <coughs> And then you know, either something, <coughs> you know, they do their stuff like this. <coughs> then one day it occurred to me, what? The cameraman is there. It just came like this, no? Just like that. But the cameraman is there, and it changed totally my perception of everything. In fact. And then later I came to understand that actually. Whatever is happening, actually. If this one now is the one in the life, there's also the cameraman is like the consciousness, isn't it? Mm. It is unseen and yet it is seen. Mm. It is it's unseen and yet it is known and it is there. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because of the very fact that there's interest in watching something is moving. Mm. You know? You know it's not just a camera moving around something, just know that there's an intelligence there. It took away this something. It took away something. And the same thing with the with the consciousness. I told you one little lady I went to, uh, and um, I went to to meet. You know the one I told you one lady I went to see her one friend, and uh, the, the 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 son came to the door and said, "Ah!" Close the door and I said. I still you know, the daughter came and ah! no, the daughter came first and ah! <laughs> so I checked my face and pressed the bell again and the son came over and go, ah! I said, what's happening? She's looking around. Then mother came, opened the door, ah! <laughs> what is this? Then I hear them calling, Spirit, Spirit. Yeah? And they opened the door and then this cat came out, three legged cat, and went. And it was a spider that was just slowly coming down. Was somebody with me recently who we saw the same thing happen at the door? Who was anybody with me here? This is in London. Anyway, like this. In this house I went to. And then inside, later I went up. To the room where the son was living, the son's room. He's maybe about sort of like maybe eleven. <coughs> so he knocked on the door and he opened, but he didn't. He's so engaged in this computer game <coughs> that he didn't even come to say hello, you know, like properly, you know. And uh, <coughs> it was like Aaron, Aaron. His name is Aaron. You know, so I said, Aaron, uh, Uncle Muji's here. I call like this. Hi, hey, it's plain. So on the screen is there. I was sharing this in London. No? Mm-hmm. And on the screen was this airplane flying. You could just see it. 
You can see the front of the airplane, no? like this guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's flying through these like, ravines and so on. Other planes are flying. Mm -hmm. So he's in this game and he's sitting there in his chair. No? And he's doing his, his, his remote. So he's here actually, but he's projecting himself into that image. On, of course, on the, I'm watching this, no? On the thing that he's in the plane. Hello, Aaron is on one. Uncle Muji's here. Hi. Okay, you know? So I'm watching this boy sitting in his room playing a game with us on a screen where he's projecting himself onto that screen mm. playing. But he's still in the room at the same time. You see? So I'm looking, I said, look at this, you know? Mm. My consciousness is here and it's identifying, projecting itself into mm. this this movie of life and this person's moving around and so on. Mm. But is the consciousness is somehow there enjoying it. But behind this consciousness I am also there watching so I'm watching him projecting himself into that machine, mm. flying <coughs> into some, you know, you know, virtual reality game, something. Mm. And I'm here and so who is here now that watches the consciousness projecting itself into the craft as somebody flying the craft like that? It's very beautiful, no? Mm. When you reflect on some things like that, even a small thing, <coughs> you don't find that you need to reflect on so many things. It's just it's enough, it burns itself so deeply, and it's such a joy. Uh, discovering the truth is always such a joy. It's like a kind of, oh, like a kind of, ex oh, like you exhale into this bigger space, the bigger space, and the, the, the other space is sort of drop away, and a bigger space is present. And it's always light and free. How can discovering the truth be painful? Unless something wants to, you know, hold on to, like sometimes maybe you go to, you're dreaming, and then you wake up. Time to wake up, but you want to finish the dream because, you know, you were just going out on a date with someone, and, you know, <laughs> interested, you know, and you kind of woke up, and then you go to the bath, you go back to try and you know catch the dream again, and then you carry it on. You know, so you're creating something. We have done it or not? Yes. Yeah, you want to continue the dream, so yeah. Meeting Mojiji in the dream. Meeting The best way of looking at all of these things is from the perspective of consciousness. Because if you look again, sometimes you start to say, Oh, what's the world coming to? That's one perspective you can have. Because uh, it's not anymore that paradigm which relates to you, it's not anymore you know, the things that we're accustomed to. So you think, Oh my God, what's all of this? But in true from the place of consciousness, uh, something is communicating something also. Mm. You mm. can look you can say also these things because the, there's no one picture. You know? There are many more windows, each each window looking at a different perspective. Yeah. You can look at <coughs> But at the same time there is something that moves away from the center. Some, who was asking? Someone was asking, you know. But she wanted to know. She came genuinely to ask, you know, what do you have some thoughts about that? How can we, how could, how could that develop? And we, so we talked a bit about it. Well, it's um, that there are many. You, 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 you cannot just single out. So you can say anything, any kind of expression of human life. You know, if you're an artist, if you're an actor, if you are whatever, <coughs> is there an, a, a path this way 
to enlightenment. So yeah, anything at some point can be. It's very slow. <coughs> because for many years, uh, myself was practicing martial arts and painting and all this type of stuff. You know? And uh, the two main thing was um, uh, martial arts, the painting, that's all. And through these two activities and discipline, you know, I learnt a lot of things about balance, naturally about balance and just ways of perceiving through, through that training of looking from the perspective of trying to paint something uh, as an interpretation, unless you just want to copy it, which is also good. But And uh, just your sensitivity, you develop a kind of sensitivity in looking at uh, things and finding like a very, very broad way of looking at things and and sensing at these subtle levels, you know, about the, the the sensuality of the universe, and through the martial arts, this thing about like like balance and speed and no mind and all of these things is coming through. But it wasn't until that opening inside that I can say it all makes sense. Without that, nothing. You see, the people go very very deep in their craft in their disciplines, but you never make this connection. Maybe never made a connection because it has to happen inside the heart. Something happened, and then after this, you see that actually it is portraying itself in every expression. It's there, but from within the identifying inside that expression, you you almost will never find out like that unless the grace somehow opens your eyes, your inner eyes to it. So when people say, you know, can we get there through tantra? I say, no, 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 because the human being is in that so much. Wanting to see if that can, and it's very ingenuine very often. It's much more that you are attached to something and you want the truth to reveal itself through that something, but you don't want to give that something up, you don't want to go beyond it, you see? That's what, is, that's what I, I, I'm seeing with it. And it was very, I was very pleased that she could ask a question like that, because she's just, in, just beginning to develop this concept around this, you know? That that has been a fascinating subject for her relationship and sexuality and how that can lead to you know final liberation. I said no, 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 no it's not like that. You know, if you want, you know, first thing, how long you want to take to do it? You say, supposing it can do, supposing tantra can reveal <laughs> to you the ultimate truth tonight. You want to get it tonight, or you want to have a bit more tantra? First? <laughs> you want to be more tantra first. No? So the fact is that it already exposed. That is not the is not the thing. It's a, it's a means the way you want to do it. You see, but then you say no. But I want to get to the ultimate truth. But can we go through this path? You know? so, <laughs> okay, we can do it now. We can do it to the end of tantra right now. Yeah, but you know, what position? <laughs> so we also want the truth on our own terms, or to satisfy our own projections. At least, if you are honest enough to see this, you, you, you're already having some understanding that actually there's something quite uh, ingenuine about it. But once the seeing happens, you can see that in every aspect, actually, everything becomes. Uh, first, everything is a bit like a, a, an object. Then, as you become more subtle, they become like mirrors through which you can look through something. And then finally, become you know, or they become glass windows through you can look through. 
then they become baby mirrors. They throw the throw it back on you to show you you like that. And you see it in everything, you know, that everything somehow you see it. Not that you even care to see it in everything. It's not like you're trying to see it in anything, anything. You know. But uh it it the vibration is in everything. But then we make a big deal about this the the expressions, oh yeah, this expressions. You missed the point. You missed the points. Uh, <clears throat> one day, uh, Nisargadatta um, said to someone, someone said, I want to reach perfection. And he says, no, what you want is not perfection, because you are already perfect. What you want is to express, to manifest this perfection in, in the manifest. And this bit... The one has to know is already are perfect. He's not able to us to to even take that from the sage necessarily. If one can take it from the sage directly, then he's already very elevated to be able to do that. Because Maharaj said that maybe he's not even saying it for on his behalf. Maybe someone else heard it. Yes. You see, you know, you you are you are you are already perfect. As many times you hear, how many times you were all here this type of thing, but how far has it gone? You know. I'm searching for the truth. You don't need to search because you're already that. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, you're free. You're free. No, you're not. Some stubbornness is there, like kind of like a <coughs> some. Uh, I call it a kind of um, some kind of tamasic. Um, hmm. It's like you are numb, a numbness. And this numbness is like something you saying, Yeah, you can say as many times as you want, but you can't reach me. Look, hard, hard as anything. And then you say, Well, hard heart is just us, not a concept. Your heart is hard means nothing at all. My heart is so close, so tough. It's rubbish. And that's what what you think, and then that's what you feel at the moment. You see, these just feelings that you are pre- pre- you are you are presenting them like they are firm beliefs, and then they are firm truth. There's nothing firm about them. My heart is closed. You know, there's just an idea, it's a feeling, it's just an emotional feeling. And the real heart is yourself. It's neither open nor closed. It is it's beyond all of that. And this is why, the in many of the great traditions, spiritual traditions, they have to repeat. Like I was saying before, you have, it's repeating. Because many times you are hearing, but you don't hear. You hear, but you don't hear. It's just a kind of, at a kind of a verbal, oral level you are hearing, but it's not really heard. Very often, misunderstanding does not take place. First, second, third, fourth, fifth, fifty, fifty time you don't understand. Mostly misunderstanding take the price. Always. We interpret, interpret. We were we were saying, not jokingly, not even from the other day. 
we were out together and uh, somehow um, you know you Dash and I came back I asked them to do something they went out and they came back with very conf- very conflicting things that Muji said that he wants to stay and in the <laughs> restaurant and and uh, drink chai <laughs> in in uh, you know Amariragar Amariragar <laughs> she told this one that no, that's what I want. No, no, because it was very confusing. Because <coughs> in the beginning you just said, "Okay, pick this thing for me," and then we just go and have a lunch. Yeah, I just said, "Go pick this thing and go." Yes. And then Darshana came inside and she said, "Ah, oh, Muji, Muji said it would be nice if we can sit down and have a chai together here." Do you think I never said anything like this at all. Those, even the shape of this chai or sky or nothing. No words came that shape, but she heard it. No? And then she's passing it on to the others. Muji want to do this. In the time I'm waiting, think why they're so long. They're ready to take seat and eat and why I wanna go. So they said, Look at this, you see? Something in your mind is telling you is already interpreting what I'm speaking. And this is not even anything that's important. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. So even if it's more important sometimes there's even more destruction even happen. There are times there, there's something inside you that is telling you something that is not true. Even though you had eye contact and I tell you, this is not so, and you go, okay. You see, he admitted it is so. It's like this. So this is why perhaps in many scriptures, like the Ribu Gita, the Ashtabhakra, the, you know, they're re- repeating. Repeating. Because there's not a lot of things you need to know. But even if you need to know one thing inside your heart, it reminds you in so many ways, reminding you, reminding, reminding. Then at some point it just somehow catches it. It's like, wow! It's heard in a particular way mm. and that is no more just a floating cloud anymore. It's really sort of, oh my God, I am the sky, not the cloud. The cloud is there because I am here, but I am not the cloud merely. But it is part of my dance. But you have been hearing this for five years. And I gave the example also of another one, you know, in London also, who went out to a satsang, one satsang. And uh, she also came back and said, Oh, you know, it was something really fantastic. I was sitting with this teacher, and uh, she said, you know that you, you know you are not your body nor your mind. <laughs> I said, "My God, that is astonishing!" I don't really, well, why? I, I never thought I could. Maybe that's that's so good. I never heard that kind of thing before. Because this woman has been sitting for four years in satsang. I'm saying all these things, but she's telling me now after she went out. You know, oh, you know, I heard this was so amazing. She said this thing, this teacher. So sometimes it made me wonder. I said, "My God, what do you hear?" Because maybe some gremlin is inside taking delivery for all the things that you think you're knowing. And then you talk, when I ask you, come on, repeat what you've heard, you talk, start talking about you know, onions and tomatoes. That's what Isabel said also. Mm. She said, when you speak, she cannot hear what you say because you're so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, some people have come, you know, and they've said, in fact, I remember Shankari, she said, for three months she came to see me at my house. She didn't understand what I'm talking about. 
I said, but why you come? She said, something felt the need to come there. I need to come. But she never understood, what, is, what am I really saying? Because something feels like I'm saying something. It's very important, because everybody's, everybody's so quiet. But it wasn't connecting, you see. And fortunately, something, whatever this something is, kept her there. She kept coming. And then somehow it dropped in. Once I was, maybe 15 years ago, I was at home with my ex-wife and my kids at night, and my wife got telling about this, about that, and suddenly I understand one stuff. And life is not outside to inside; it's inside to outside. Yeah. Life happens here, not outside. But it was make a lot of sense. I never hear about this. I never, mm-hmm. and I did not know what it was. The, that uh, past and spirituality, nothing. And suddenly I went, what am I talking about? Mm-hmm. I'm crazy. And you know, it makes a lot of sense, lots of sense. And, and half an hour, maybe I was like this past. And after that, that's it. And, you know, and I tried after to. Um, Understood that, you know. Yeah, to create the same again, impact of it. Go there again, you know, and because I understood, it's life is not. Oh, wow, life is not outside to inside. Mm-hmm. It's inside to outside. Everything happens. Mm-hmm. Ah, what you are talking? You are saying what? No sense, that's because it's not like this. It's not there. It's here. You know, I, but it was so clear, so clear. You know, and this, where is? I tried to go there again, you know, that good luck, you know. Our mind loved experience. And the experience, when I was living that, I was not looking for nothing. I was there, I was. But when it passed, I was trying to go to the experience again. Because the experience, I feel good, well, you know, and so I I want this again, and I could not go there again, you know. Mind wanted it again. The mind is is wanting it again. But it it has already done what it needs to do. It has already done what it needs to do. It has opened up something inside, but the mind cannot comprehend what it has done. So it wants to revisit the experience. It wants to have the experience, the taste of the impact of it again. But it's already done what it needs to do. And then you are thinking through your mind, Oh, I lost it. You say, I wish I could do it again. But it's already done what it needs to do. Easy. Because we don't really necessarily learn in such a you know, what you may call systematic way. Mm. You know, you're absorbing things from all over actually. You know? While you're here, you're not sure what is, what are you corresponding with? On so many levels because you know, the being is so dynamic, so diverse. There are things that are happening that you have absolutely no idea at a conscious level what is happening. But it is um, marinating somehow inside that understanding. And the greatest thing is to have this open-heartedness that you... That's what I was inviting this man today in satsang. doesn't matter if you don't understand, but you must have inside. Don't close the door. Don't say, Oh, I didn't understand nothing. It was not really worth it. Don't do this, because then you you shrink down your capacity completely. No, just say, OK, I don't really understand that, but I have a feeling for something, and I open my heart to that, to, to whatever it is that can sort of... Um, bring it into my heart, into my mind, in a way that can be understood or something, then something is open. This is intelligence, in fact. 
because it means that whether you are really on the ball consciously paying attention or not something is working behind the scenes to mm, prepare the inner environment for that understanding you see but education conditioning tell you we have to learn sort of like almost like you know you don't learn things so randomly you know so be more systematic in your attention bad teaching in fact it has its place but it's not the only way for many things that we learn we don't even know how we learn them mm-hmm. how we know them how you come to know anything you see what you want to say so true uh, there was like one uh, so I when I ask you a question, but I ask you with this feeling that I like, completely do not understand you. And then I remember very strongly one sentence from the satsang. And after some time, I listened to the satsang once again, and like like completely misunderstood you. It was like completely upside down. This sentence it was like. When you have love inside you, then your ears will hear properly. Your mind will work properly. When you something has this trust and this openness, then some something is working on behalf of you. That is not just your mind, because we are taking a very, very, um, what I would say, um, an instrument which by itself cannot do the job alone. If you rely on your mind only in the conditioned use of mind, but when you say yes, like I said in a way that that the God say you can come together all your great minds together, and you cannot capture one moment of my being. But if you love me. I'm yours for free. But if you try to capture me, to fathom me, you cannot reach me. All the minds put together cannot reach me. But if you love me, all that I am is you, is yours. There's <coughs> a mighty key that love. Love means openness, open to the all possible, without you know having this. You know, I've got a lot of experience now. I can go at it now. No, no, just at, at any point. Dancing the way of that love. Yes. Like as soon as that energy comes, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the real self neither doubts nor believes. But the dynamic self, 
the child of the pure self <coughs> must grow in trust and appreciation, humility and love. That's what in the game somehow converts that very limited state into the, the all possible thing. Or a dynamic being, dynamic expression of self and the, the absolute. We must not use many words because for us they are not needed so much. If we don't understand, the mind makes pictures of them, and the pictures are not true. Mind is not true. And this emptiness, there is not really an urge so much to create, you know, with that intention or a sense of need or identity. If there is creativity, very spontaneous, very playful, very embedded. Of course, it can also be depending upon the temperament and the nature, you know. It can be whatever. It can seem very measured, very deliberate also. Kraften är din fader, tomheten din käll. 